T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify wh- your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. Bradford Show. <laughs> Woo! Ian Brown, fresh up. We're a, we're a few blocks down from Tropicana Field where the Red Sox lost their first game. First game of the year, Ian. They lost it. 0-1. 162-0 isn't happening, my friend. It feels like 2003, doesn't it? You you are so desperately trying to jam the 2003 well, it's the narrative. Well, same game. Chad same Fox, score. Bobby Howry. Same score. Same score. I did not Four. see. Te- and, and. Same, same lead they blew. Terry Shumper, the guy who hit the three-run homer, his nephew played in the game. See? There you go. There's, uh, there you go. That's Where was Brady that. Little? He should have anyway, been Ian Brown of MLB.com. I figured that it was very important that we did a podcast before the next game. Number one, because I promised that I would do four podcasts a week. I had only done three. So don't feel like this is a, uh, a forced podcast because it's absolutely not Ian. But most importantly, because... We we just have to do something after this game. Right? We do. I mean, this game was a was a debacle tonight. It was a debacle. Yeah. Well, it, it, there's nothing that leads to good podcasts than having a debacle after opening day. I said, like, here's the thing: here is that you people wait for months upon months upon months about waiting to talk about baseball and say baseball's interest not interesting there's not enough to talk about there's the, the games don't count I mean how many months let's see October November December January February March April right yeah that's six six, six months six yeah. months we've been waiting for this to actually talk about shit that, that mattered and right a, and a lot mattered today all right how many wines have you had? Just a couple. I feel good. All right, good. Well, I want you to. I feel great. I, I feel like I get one more. We should probably get one feel, more before. I, I feel better than Joe Kelly felt after All right. he came out of the game. Good good segue. All right, so the, the biggest thing here, we coming off the eighth inning of game one for the Red Sox, is that I just got off doing three and a half hours of radio, trying to figure out, playing the blame game, so right. to speak. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a fun exercise. And if you're gonna, so if you're gonna power rank the blame game for t- for the game one, yeah. give me your give me the Ian Brown power rank. Okay, rankings. Joe Kelly number one, Carson Smith number two, and nobody else is even in the conversation. Whoa, those really? Two, those two guys. Alex Cora doesn't crack the top. I thought Alex Cora put his guys in their roles and they didn't get the job done. Okay, I don't uh, understand because Alex Cora, look. If you could say there was a reason that Craig Kimbrell could pitch in the eighth inning today, then I would say Alex Cora is at fault. But Alex Cora flatly said two days ago, Craig Kimbrell is not going to pitch in any inning but the ninth in the early part of the season. He said we'll revisit that later. You know, my good friend and colleague Ryan Hannibal had a good point. So 
He said in terms of the Kimbrel, I get, I totally get the whole, we're not going to pitch anywhere but the ninth inning. And when you talk about, when you talk about, like, not... Uh, not being around, pitching two grapefruit league games. Right. That's it. The not guy didn't prepared. have a spring All right, so okay, so here's one scenario. This is what Ryan had brought up, and, and I just want to run this by you because I respect your opinion. The one out, the one out, the Denard span out. Denard span, bases loaded, two outs. You're up four to two. Yeah. And 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 Ryan had brought this up. You bring Kimbrel in for that one out because because I would say usually I would say well who's going to come in the ninth inning who's going to be that guy you've already burned through Kelly you've already burned through Barnes you already burned through Carson Smith but that's a good point you get that one out still you, you probably can get by in the ninth with the Marcus Walden. I think of the you world. have a better case for Bobby Pointer. Spans left-handed, right? Not a switch hitter. Yeah. So, well, so and you know, Pointer. you know why Alice Cora's explanation for that was he, I, we don't want to bring him in. Bobby Pointer's first major league well, that with the bases one, loaded. That was Alex Cora's one flaw today, because if you're going to put Bobby Pointer on this team over Robbie Scott, you got to be able to trust him in that situation. I agree if you don't with trust that. Him, as you're only left, then don't put them on the field. I agree with that. So to go back to the power rankings of Blaine, I, I'm with you. Joe Kelly, Carson Smith. But here's if it, this is how it works with Alex Cora. Like, this pick apart what he did. And my, So my thing was Bobby Pointer, he warmed up at one point. Okay, right? Yeah, right, he did right, warm probably up. Probably yeah. like a batter into the inning. A couple yeah. bat- so my point is, you should have had him warming up at the beginning of the inning with Carson Smith because you're not going to use those guys in the ninth. That's yeah. the only time you're going to use them. And if you're going to warm up, might as well start them in the ninth. So when you're doing that, if you're doing that, if you do that, by the time you get to Kiermaier, which would have been with one out, a guy in second, and Kevin Kiermaier lefty up, then you could have brought in Porter for that batter, and then right. you bring in Carson Smith for Carlos Gomez, which I think is a great matchup for the Red Sox. I agree with that. I mean, so you know, Cora didn't manage a perfect game, but look, Joe Kelly comes in with a four-run lead. The one thing you cannot do when you come in with a four-run lead is walk the leadoff batter, who wasn't a very good hitter. Not a very good, not so a very good hitter. So what he says. So when you went down there and he said, "We're going to do matchups. I wanted the matchups." Yeah. Like so. Matt Barnes gets through the middle of the order. Like this, so this is one of the, I think, the one of the things that you have to look at what Cora did here, which is you get through the, you want to say, which is the most important guy? A lot of people would say, well, they prioritize Joe Kelly over Matt Barnes because they bring him in the se- seventh inning instead of the eighth, whereas, in fact, the opposite. Br- it's the, the opposite, opposite yeah. right? Matt Barnes was brought in to get to the middle of the order. Joe Kelly was brought in. His first batter was Robertson, which was the eighth Better, yeah. right? Yeah, and then the fact that he walked three guys first time as a Red Sox reliever that Joe Kelly's ever walked three guys in one outing. And he, it, to me, it was like he just couldn't get his slider all. He couldn't get the slider. He was throwing almost all fastball through. So he threw a he threw a slider. He threw a guy. He threw like ninety eight percent fastballs. Yes, but he threw a slider. Brad Miller. Yeah, and Brad Miller crushed yeah, that. Yeah, right. He, 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 right. I mean, Joe Kelly, and to his defense. He called his performance today pathetic. 
Yes, okay, well, it's good. I would have to agree with him. Yes, yes, well, it was. And Carson Smith wasn't much better. No, so, okay, so so let's go through this. By the way, I would be more worried right now about Carson Smith than Joe Kelly, because Carson Smith, his ball is flat. Here's the thing, right? Here's 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 another. We want to go to Cora, and maybe this goes to Dombrowski, too, yeah. which is, did they assume too much with Carson Smith and... Are they assuming too much with Tyler Thornburg? Because so now we're seeing Carson Smith. He had eight regular season outings last year, right? And he was whatever. He was okay. Yeah, yeah. But he goes through spring training, and we hear, and he says, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's it's one of these things where I feel like I was in Seattle. Okay, it's a nice spring training story. But what we saw today wasn't what we saw in Seattle. Yeah, today would be a day you could criticize Dombrowski because, look, they let uh, Addison Reed go, and they didn't replace him. Yeah. I don't understand but again, they, Well, because they're assuming that these that these two guys that they made significant trades for were going to be what they were. But yeah, I don't but these think guys you failed, that. These guys failed you the last two years. So how are you going to assume that they're right, going to but, but, okay, but they're saying that Carson Smith, because of spring training, because of what they came off, and he's going to be what he was. But we saw it. We saw it today. And it wasn't, it wasn't so much the results. Is that it was that last pitch to spin? The last pitch to spin was 92 mile, mile an hour straight ball right down the middle. Right. Like Carson Smith, when he was in Seattle, was 94 with a lot of movement. I would have liked to have seen Marcus Walden today, the way, the way he'd been throwing the ball. That's nice. <laughs> Who would have? See, like three weeks ago, you said that exact same thing. Yeah, well, he's showing, 90, he's showing 96 want, on the corners. I want, I, want, I want that to go on record. Ian right. Brown just said, I would have liked to see Marcus Walton today. Over what I saw today? Yeah. Yeah, but that's not how the whole right? thing is set up. Evan Drellick, Evan Drellick, Evan Drellick is sitting appropriately 10 feet away from us because of restraining issues, uh, podcast restraining issues. Evan Drellick, by the way, he's outraged that Craig Kimbrell is not used yeah. to the eighth inning today. Evan, you want to come over and do this podcast? No, sorry, you can't. <laughs> he's outraged. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you were so quick to come over to do it. So that first step was lightning quick. Let's not point let's not forget too that they were up what four nothing in the third yeah. inning, fourth inning? Yes. They didn't score. And they didn't score well, again, yeah. So the so while Giancarlo Stanton was hitting two home runs, yeah. one thing that did not work out for the Red Sox today was the 3-4 dynamic. Now, o, Hanley did not 0 look for good. 6, yeah. 0 for 6 with, with four strikeouts. I mean, J.D. clearly does not have his timing yet. I mean, I don't care what he says. This, no, this no, short he was, no, he was he was done. And, and so, I, and you noticed, because we were noticing time of the game, and I started keeping track of this, swinging at... They were they swung in a bunch of first pitches, but more telling, they were putting a lot of the first pitches in play. They were. Bogarts is very encouraging. Right. So, it. but that tells you that they were like, okay, you're swinging at pitches that you think you can put in play. That was the whole dynamic. Yeah. And they did have the you know Devers double RBI double was back the first pitch. Doubles with Bogart, Nunez. I'm not even counting that home run as like a good. That was hit. a soft fly. That was a soft yeah, fly. Yeah, it was a first pitch too. But Mookie Betts getting robbed by uh, Kiermaier in the first play of the fire. That was first pitch. So, so okay, so let's jump to that. So we we're, we dive in the eighth inning. Maybe we'll come back to that. But uh, the entire rest of the game, what were your what were some of your so concerns and and non concerns? 
Well, one of the concerns was handling. I just not. You didn't like him? Like, I, I love the way he looked at spring training. It seemed like he was he's behind. He, he didn't even have a 700 OPF, OPS in spring training. Yeah, I know. That's true. But he, he had some nice I think, line I think kind of like he a, over the stats. I, think, I know, but I think that the kind of like, I, I'm with you. Like, because like, like everyone was saying, like, Cora, Hires. And they were all like, oh, Hanley's swing. I like the way yeah. he's swinging. But I honestly didn't see, like, a bunch of it. Yeah, we're putting too much faith in Hanley. Is Alex Cora putting too much faith in Hanley? Well, I don't blame him because I think his upside is, like, bigger than, like, Moreland's upside. And you know what he's doing. He's trying to say, hey, Hanley, you're the middle of the order hitter. You're yeah. going to be the guy, right? How about uh, another big play in the game with Bogarts getting doubled off first? Those are the kind of base running mistakes they made last year under John Farrell. Yeah, no, the base run has been bad. What and are you Mook. doing? Why and Mo- Mookie got picked off first. Uh, Alex Corey said the ball hit the umpire or something. I don't know. <laughs> but here's here's a one. Let me see that picture. Alright. Here's No, it's alright. Here, here's here's the thing. Is that, so we're talking about the good and the bad of this game. So you're right. I mean, you did not capitalize. You got Archer out of the game. And what are you doing? <laughs> um, you got Archer out of the game. And so you should have scored more runs. You should have, yeah. Right. No, no. So, okay, 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 okay. That's that's one concern. So they got complacent. I am telling you, like, the, the hit the sale gave up, we, like... Eduardo Nunez, or as Joe Castiglione, no, no, as Joe Castiglione would call him, Eduardo Nunez. <laughs> nice accent. Yeah, there. he was like, he had hardly any ground balls hit to him, like entire spring training. Right. So this ground ball was hit to his left, ten feet. Right. He he moved a couple. Now, feet. I have a theory on this stuff. Oh wait, well, okay. all right, go ahead. The guy just had an inside the park home on the top of that inning, so I think his legs were spent. But when he went out back after, is that a good excuse? Yeah, I think so. He's not really conditioned to be having inside the park home runs right now. I don't think. Well, and Bogart said again, as I as I tweeted out, one of the things I'm sure they put him through his paces to test his knee was inside the park home runs. Yeah, right. well, Bogart says only 90 percent healthy right well, now. Well, he said the other day, Ian. He said the other day, he's like. Like, oh, I was worried about my knee. When were you worried about your knee? Oh, a few days ago. Yeah, that was a bad injury. Well, but it's not to me. The running isn't a thing. It's like he has, like the. He's got to be able to cover some ground. The right? lateral, like it did yeah. on that ground ball. Did it look like he had a, a, a any kind of step? No, I wouldn't like, even say first like, step. It was like my third step in the media game. It was like you get a great fifth step. Eduardo <laughs> Nunez is a great fifth step. I said this at the spring training that this was a concern. You're right. I mean, that came out as concern to me. And so, and so here, here you go to Cora again. Here's another one. Here's another one for you. One that I guarantee you didn't make in the MLB.com breakdown of this game. They put in the defensive replacement for Hanley Ramirez, Mitch yes. Moreland. And I was a little surprised at the time. Saying a four, really? Because they had a four-run lead, yeah. Why? I made a joke to Sean McAdam at the time. I he was sitting to my right. I'm like, oh, I don't think Hanley can hold a four-run lead here on, on no, defense. No, it's, it's, it's all the sense of Hanley's not really, like, you don't care about thinking he's bad. You like my tweet, though? I said, I, said, I didn't see it. I said, McKavich is in the game. Then I said, oh, I mean, Moreland no. is in for. Well, uh, <laughs> no, I, I would not like tweet. that tweet. That's <laughs> 
That's like on my three power rankings. It's not even cracking the top 20. But so you put Moreland as a defensive replacement. Okay. Is there any thought at all for putting Holton as a defensive replacement at, for Nunez? Like I would heading into the year, I would be like either Devers or Nunez. But Devers look decent. Today. They really like, miss Devin Marrero right now, don't they? But that's a legitimate thing. Like the whole like you taking Brock Holt over Devin Marrero. Yeah, I mean, how much range does Brock Holt have right now? Probably a little bit better than Nunez, yeah. but I agree with you. I mean, for for what they for what the Red Sox need on this team. Yeah. You can make the strong argument that Devin Marrero serves more of a purpose than Brock Holt. Look, there's no doubt in the Xander Bogart's do-or-die play that he didn't make today emphasize that by far the biggest concern on this team right now is the infield defense. That's what I said. Yeah. Be bigger than the bullpen. Bigger than the bullpen, yeah. Wow. Because I think maybe the bullpen just had a bad day today. But I think that this infield, wow. are any of these infielders any good at defense? Any of them? Or any of them? No, I, I, heading in the year, I would agree with you. I don't know if I agree after today, because I because because I think what was brought to the surface was Carson Smith. I think I bought into the Carson Smith is going to be good Carson Smith. I bought into that, and and the my big that one pitch. Forget about the slider. Forget about the walk. That one pitch where you have to do a fastball that has some movement with two miles an hour more to it, that wasn't there for him. Yeah, where was the movement on his pitches today? Where was what? Where was the movement on Carson Smith's pitches today? I didn't see any movement. Oh, the slider and movement. A little bit. He didn't look like he didn't even know where the ball was going. It didn't feel that. It didn't feel like like that time there, there was going to be that moment where he's like, okay, outside corner slider, boom, there it is. I mean, he also like he throws a change up, I think, and like you know, I think there was no confidence. I think this is no confidence any of the pitches for Kelly or for Smith. Like, how do you do that if you're like this supposed to be the eighth inning guy? Yeah, it's a concern right now. Would you would you have done the Ryan Hannibal, uh, the Ryan Hannibal way of doing things, which is Kimball, here's one batter. Here's Denard Span. Here's the eighth inning. Only if you decided before the game you're going to do that. You can't decide this. But it's one, it's one batter. You can't decide this in the middle of the game when you tell Craig Kimball, who's very finicky about the way he's used. You got to tell him before the game. Here's how we're thinking about using you. Morris said after the game we decided before the game he was not going to pitch before the before the. But nine. it's one batter. But they already decided. What, I don't know if I told you this. It's one batter. It's one batter, but that wasn't what they told him. They were going to possibly use it for Wait, one so batter. Do you think, they had to tell him before. Do you the think, end. so do you, but you, so do you buy into now? You look at Spin's splits. Spin is like 50 points worse against lefties. Right. Do you buy into, like, I'm not bringing Bobby Pointer in there? No, I said absolutely should bring Bobby Pointer in there. I agree with you, like, of the, of the thing of if you're going to have a guy on the team, because this isn't, this isn't like the last guy in the bullpen. This isn't Heath Henry. Right. This is, you know that this guy is probably going to be brought in in, in, in an important situation like this, right, if he's right. going to be on the roster. Hey, so they're only lefty in the bullpen. Right, that's what I mean. Right, so if you can't bring him in there, where are you going to bring him in? Well, you bring him in for Kevin Kiermaier. That's my only criticism of Alex Gore today. Otherwise, I just think that Joe Kelly and Carson Smith made Alex Gore look bad today. And you you were impressed with the way that Alex Cora handled the top Alex of the Cora, game. yeah, he was not defensive. He was very reasoned by the way he said things. He was very even keeled about it. So 
uh, just seeing how Terry Francona and John Farrell and some of these other guys have handled some of these losses in the past. Yeah. I was very impressed the way Cora was just like very calm about it. See, so one of the, when I was doing Red Sox review, when I was doing Red Sox review, and somebody called up, it's all, it's like, it was like they're intimidated by the media and they don't, they don't give like, detailed answers and so brought up the point of like when he asked the question he, why did you bring in Kelly he said matchup yeah, that's and fair. someone someone said well that's the same as Belichick saying I just did what was best for the team and my argument Ian, was no it's not like that that the same thing would be Alice Gore saying I did what's best for the team right the same thing for Belichick would be I didn't play Malcolm Butler because I didn't like the matchup against the big wide receivers of the Eagles. Right. The matchups is like is suddenly is definitive. Yeah, the one because you can go look up right. on Baseball Reference what the matchups. Are. The one matchup I don't like is I don't like seeing Carson Smith face lefties. I saw him face too many lefties there. In but, spot. but here's the weird thing: if you look at his splits, like when they were talking about not having, um, when they were talking about not having a lefty in the bullpen, you go down the list of guys who could potentially get lefties on. He's probably the second best guy. Yeah. Like, which isn't. That's why you need a lefty, though. Well, they'll I mean, have Brian Johnson before long. That's true. Brian Johnson will save. He will save. You know the, that he, he caught a low ball home run as a kid. <laughs> I saw that. Did you watch that? that? That was a good tweet. Speaking of good tweets. Tweet. Great tweet. That was a great tweet. All right, we hit the 20-minute mark. That's all we I got you for. All right. All we're gonna, right. We're are you going to have, have another wine? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't like to drink and drive. So. Oh, that, that's fair. That's a good message for everybody out there. Yeah. By the way, uh, I want to give a big shout-out to Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Ian, how many pounds have I lost? I would say you've lost uh, 33 pounds on a Larry Bird. Maybe even a little more. Maybe even a little more. Really? All right. Yeah, maybe. 35? Maybe. Yeah, right. maybe. But, yes, thank you for noticing, though. Wash Awaken 180. Washboard stomach, six-pack abs. Yeah. <laughs> Awaken 180, thank you. A friend and partner of the podcast. And Ian Brown, a friend and partner of the Bradco Show. Thank you for doing this podcast in the middle of your eating and drinking post-game, game number one. Anytime. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 